And by the way, that's the most I, I don't think I've ever talked about it. Like so, I, I, I tried. Well, to there's my uh, cold opening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go. There's your headset. Thank you. Welcome to Howie Mandel Does Stuff. I'm Howie Mandel. I'm Jacqueline Schultz. You're my daughter. Yes. And we have George Django here. Woo! Round of applause. He gave himself. <laughs> <laughs> you applauded yourself. Dude, sometimes you got to. Really? No. To no. hype yourself up. Are you hyped up? I'm hyped up. Thank uh, you so much for having me. No, I'm thrilled to have you. We have met before on another podcast. Oh, I did your podcast. Yes, we did mine. Yeah, but the first time I met you was with uh, Logan. Yeah. Yeah, you're. Uh, I, I'm not comfortable saying your friend, or is he your friend? Everybody's nemesis. my friend. What? My nemesis. He's yeah. actually my enemy now. Every day we meet up and we discuss our evil plans to attack each other. <laughs> that's I, not you. I, that what I know of you. That isn't you. But and and that's not what I wanted to have you here before. Aside from that, and we'll talk about that. George is an influencer. An influencer's influencer. You have. Uh, way more than uh, a million subscribers on YouTube. You have your own podcast, The George Jenko Show. How long have you had, were you doing the podcast when you were doing, you were like the co-host of Impulsive. Yeah. And then what, did you, when you left Impulsive, is that when you started it? Uh, no, I, I started it when I started realizing that I might not be on Impulsive. <laughs> <Much longer. laughs> so when did you start your podcast? Um, uh, 26 episodes ago. So we do once a week, so like 26 weeks now. Yeah, so it's like half a year ago, six months ago. Yeah, six months ago. And and how long have you been off of Impulsive? Uh, I don't I don't remember to be honest. I, yeah, I, you do. A few but months. It doesn't matter. A few months. So um, you had a feel. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> You're also um, an actor. I know you've done a couple of movies or yep. a couple of movies. You were also when I met you on Impulsive, you were pursuing. Stand-up. I just learned before we went on the air that you haven't done stand-up in a while, but mm. you were pursuing. Are you still pursuing stand-up? Yes, very much. Um, I, I just had to take a break to establish my ground that I'm building. Uh, so that way, when I jump back on stage, I could just fully focus on it and go back to what I love. So I'm just refreshing myself and my daughter's uh, kind of perception of you. You were started. You came onto the scene as a, uh, a Vine, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, you, weren't, you weren't on the Vine trend Jackie. No, I wasn't. You but know I what do it is? know I do know what Vine is and I know all the people that came from Vine and ended up blowing up also on like TikTok. I know what Vine is. Like I, I know the Lily Ponds and all them. Yeah, but I found Vine uh, fascinating to be honest with you. I I did a Vine once. Once. Uh, I did. <laughs> it was just hard for me to get anything done in 6 seconds. Wasn't it 6 seconds? Yes, it is 6 seconds. I, I also uh, my headphones is kind of like going out. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean Oh, uh, no, 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 no. You should you should tell you us. Is it are they out? It's like weird. It's like I can hear you guys and sometimes I'll lose hearing of me and then I just want to make sure everything's good. Before. Okay, then it's not. It's not good. <laughs> Is it Ever not? since Radio Shack closed, can somebody fix his headset? Can somebody help him with his headset? Is it? Is it plugged in? Are you kicking the wire? Maybe if you use those. There's the ones next to you. That you look look right on. there. Like, All right. Look at those. Look at those. Look at those. Yeah. I think Kenny said that. Hello? Is that better? Oh, way better. See? Okay. It was you. You were just using the wrong headset. Fair enough, fair enough. You, you did point off that this was my headphones, but we'll just get to that later. <laughs> blame? We're playing the blame game? So Vine. You started on Vine. Yes. I was fascinated by Vine. Uh, these six-second little videos, which I... Uh, my plan was to do two. I only did one. My plan was to do two, and I wanted to have a big premiere at the Chinese theater of a double feature. So I was going to have like a red carpet and then... 12 seconds of that's that hurts more because that's your daughter what the <laughs> fact that she does that or rolls her eyes or doesn't find anything i say entertaining you wait you young kid you you wait till you have uh, a child you see you don't get uh this isn't good for, you know this business kind of blows up your head and if you have any self-esteem all you have to do is go home and say hello to your daughter and it's gone <laughs> Yes, I don't Sorry. get. Well, that's your job, right? Yeah, is to deflate me. But Vine, how many followers did you end up getting? I started right when it, it was kind of ending. So I, I met Logan and all the other uh, social media stars at like I met him at a gym, and they introduced me to social media. I didn't do anything with social media at the time. I, I like. What had, did you do before social media? I, I was in the music industry. I was writing and then uh, producing music. And, what kind of music? Uh, at the time, like pop. 
So I was just doing some pop music. Do, would we know of anything that you have written? Uh, well, so, uh, you could look me up on YouTube and then you'll see me as like a 16 year old kid producing my own music videos and like- uh, Oh, they were, did anything chart? Uh, so, no, but cool things happen. Like I, my song blew up in Arizona. So I got to go on like radio stations at like Power Nine. What's the name of that movie. song? Uh, up in this club. Up in this club. Up in this club. Let's look up at in that. Up in this club, not the club. Up in this D-I-S. This club. You wrote it, D-I-S. I wrote, produced, we did the music video. I did everything. I was like 16 at the time. Yeah, well, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Did you make money with it? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I, but no at the same time because like my dad. Uh, yes and no. Yeah, I mean it made money, but then the money that we made to make it, we're just definitely in the red. <laughs> did you? I feel like that's how the music business goes. Her husband's the in the music business. Oh. It comes with a storyline because I'm a storyteller. Oh, you wrote, did you direct the video? My cousin did. We worked on it together. Pardon? Is that you? Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. And you're an actor. Yes, sir. Here you go. If you're just listening to this, he's uh, he, he's dressed as a nerd and he's crawling in the wick. And a dancer. <laughs> When I step up in this club, uh, 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 uh. It looks exactly like my husband's music video. <laughs> All right. We got it. Wow. That sounds good. Thank you. It is good. It is really good. So why did you stop music? Why? Uh, I didn't stop. I actually just got back into it. I just released a new song, um, and that was just more for fun. I'm, I, I like. What's the new song? Is the new song out there? Yeah, you can play that. I just released that one recently. It's called "The Heart of David." It was a freestyle. Um, Heart of David freestyle. Yeah, uh, that one is more. I feel like people would like that more. That the second one. Yeah, right there. I like the first one. And a video. Uh, Reed, actually, the gentleman you met here, he directed this one. We called her. You're only writing and producing for yourself. Yeah, I, I, I oh, just use music as my art. I express myself now. I ask God, give me the heart of David. Honestly, I'm not patient. The devil getting frustrated. The weed is making me lazy. A generation for like the baby. I like it. Thank you. Honestly, I can't take it. United States, but honestly, I don't think it's united at all. I'm over here looking like I'm about to go fall. My mental illness is taking the toll at it all. Oh, Jesus is over here like your homie Is going to continue to be a hobby or you want to pursue this too? I, uh, when I released that one, that, that I wasn't supposed to. That, that song was supposed to get deleted. I, why? Uh, there's this gentleman by the name of Rami. He's a producer. He produces for like Kid Cudi and like all these unbelievable artists. Right. I had a dream. I was I, like, we made this song that like a lot of people enjoyed. And so I called him up and I said, hey man, I had this dream just to joke around with him because my buddy Tanner Fox, who's also in the social media field, um, he's a huge fan of Rami. So I was just connecting them. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen somebody and remember your dream. You're like, wait, hold on. I had a dream about you. We made a song together. And he goes, bro, that's so weird. He goes, I had a dream that we made a song together. And so I go, well, no, we have to do something with this. So he had that song that had to do about God in it. And I'm, I'm very involved. In, well, yeah, I'm in love with my, with my Lord. And uh, he put it on and I just started freestyling on it. That's freestyle. That was freestyle. And I actually have it recorded as me freestyle. Now, I didn't go through the whole entire thing freestyling it. I was talking at first. I was like, yo, I'm about to get your bitch. And he, he paused it. He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, you, you don't get no bitches. You're with your girlfriend. You love God. Talk about that. And so I was like, okay. And then I started freestyling. I asked God, give me the heart of David. Because that's what I was praying for at the time. And then I just started going. I said like two lines and I stopped. And he's like, okay, go again. And then I would follow up that line. And then within nine minutes, that whole song was done. But wow. why you said it was a mistake that you put it out? Why you weren't there, going why, to. Oh, yeah, it wasn't why. a mistake. I just didn't want to put it out. I thought it was like, dude, no one's gonna want to hear me rap. I, I but I, I carried this flow my whole life. I just never showed the rap because when I was growing up, people were like, bro, you ain't gangster, don't rap. So I never, I never pursued the rapping, even though that was where my heart was kind of at. I did the, the up in this club and I did all the singing because I was inspired by Justin Bieber. The up in this club song 
Kiss FM had a competition. 5,000 people entered and I won it. And I got to perform outside of Justin Bieber's like concert. I'll send you the picture so you could see it. Outside of his concert? Yeah. So before the doors opened up, Kiss FM had this like pregame like party yeah. thing and like thousands of people showed up. It wasn't like uh, I was performing in front of 100 people. And then I won it, got the, the check, that big check, and then all the radio stations were there. What did they pay you for to win? $1,000. Wow. But at 16 years old and like 5,000 people entered that I was just, I was blown away that I won. And uh, from there, I, my dad was smart and he, he called all the radio stations. He goes, here's my son. He just performed at the Justin Bieber concert, over-exaggerated it. Right. And then, uh, and then I did like a little radio tour as like, a, like 16, but I had no managers, no agents. My, my parents just really believed in my talent. And so I just... While other kids were maybe playing sports or doing whatever they were doing, I was always at home, like just crafting and crafting. And crafting. Are you a musician? Do you play any yeah. instruments? Yeah, Where yeah. You play? All, all that stuff that you heard, I created it. Uh, so up in this club, all that music, I, I was made by me. Um, the latest song by Heart of David was not made by me. I just rapped on it. But that's amazing. And Thank you do you. have a good voice. And you do have that. I bet you. So how long has that song been out? I mean, we, we don't know when this. So I think it, a few months ago. And I calculated the streams all together. And I think it did just a little bit over a million. Have you pushed it though? One day. I did it on a one day release. The reason why I'm not fully pushing this too much uh, is because I create so much art forms. Like the podcast, the stand-up. This now, getting back into seeing how much people enjoyed this, I'm going to be using music to describe my inner feelings with poetry. So it's just for me and the audience that really follow George Shanko. But it, you're saying that, except that, you know, and we talked, I, I did your podcast. I think that what people are uh, drawn to is authenticity, whether they don't share your authenticity, but the fact that it is you, I think that's what all art is. All art and creativity should be who you are. So you shouldn't be concerned about who picks it up or who listens to it. You should just do it. Yeah. And that's what we talked about. And then you don't know that this is who, who's going to receive it. And, and whoever receive it, receives it is supposed to receive it. So I'm, I'm surprised that you put something that is so heartfelt and so you and so real out there. And I'm telling you as somebody who is a, a judge on a talent show, that's really good. Thank that you. is really, really good. I, and not I really that I am a, a, an expert on uh, music or even you know that kind of artistry. I got to tell you that, that 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 has a hook that is drawing me in, and I think it would draw anybody in. And I know how important uh, religion and what and how you run your life and how you uh, visualize your path, how important that is to you. And the fact that when you can do, you know, and maybe that's why it's the freestyle is so good because it's really rather than. Um, building something that you think might work. You're just taking something freely that is coming out of your own heart. That was the first time I did that on the music. Right. So that being said, and I was just having a conversation right before we went on the air. If you have a problem, and, and you're not on my podcast to solve your problems, but if you have a problem, what I've noticed in my little time from you, you're overthinking after the fact. You yeah. are an oh amazing, God, you're an amazing creator. All your stuff is really, really good. Thank you. But you will put up blocks like if this has been out for a couple of months, and I promise you, when we started this podcast, I didn't know that you rapped. I didn't know that you were even in music. And and the fact that, and I've been following your stuff and I kind of watched your stuff for this podcast. The fact that I don't know this- That's not is, good. Is not good. And, and you need to, whatever you do, you need to put that same effort behind pushing. Yeah. And just put it out there. And it's not you. You have no control over how it's received. You only have control over what you put out. What do you do to push nowadays, though? I feel like it's different than it used to be with the music business. You kind of just create and put it out there and whatever sticks and you garner an audience. What do you do to what do you mean push? OK, well, I'll give you some examples. There's no reason that this shouldn't be the theme song to his podcast. You know, there's I no thought about that. I, I get in my head about music because I so many loved ones told me to quit music so that when, when I got back into music, I think the reason truly I didn't push it more than I did is because I was, I was just really nervous. I was bothering people that like came here from, but my again, you're overthinking other people. You got to yeah. do what you do. Yeah. I'm you still know, learning. <laughs> well, I'm I'm teaching you the, the point is until you have another song, this should be the opening of the George Jenko show every time. 
you know, and that's my song and it's available. And if you like it and if it's speaking to you, then, you know, uh, go to Spotify and download it and I, stream it. I can't tell you what, like, the, the child in me, the teenager that was in high school and, like, doing this is feeling right now standing across from you or sitting across from you and then you telling me about my music is it, it's... I dreamt about moments like this, so I just want to yeah, say Yeah, you dreamt you. about making it. You live in a dream. Thank you. <laughs> and then you wake up, and it, your life is a fucking nightmare. Why? <laughs> he just went dark, right? Why? This, he went just, dark. I, no, That's so I was negative. The best he just said something nice, no, and no, you no, said no. his life is a nightmare? Get him. No, let me, let me, let <laughs> me tell you. Him. Let me explain what I'm saying. You explain. Because he puts his heart and soul uh -huh. into something that means something to him, yeah. and he is, he is totally blocked by all these thoughts about why he shouldn't be promoting this. Well, I thought when I said, when did you, when did you upload this? I thought he was going to say two days ago, and I was about. I was in. If you if you rewind this, I was in the midst of saying we don't know exactly how long after we record this this will air. You're sitting here with me now, saying it's been down for months. I've seen at least uh, the, your last month of everything you've been on. There's no mention of this song, none, none, and that is negative. And that I'm going to be harsh. That's stupid. Don't do that. You need to, uh, you know, here we are promoting it more here than y you should be promoting. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to clip you saying that you really like it. I, I, you know, <laughs> I'll say it. I would say it, not even a clip. I love his music. I think that this is really good. And I think that it's a shame that you're not pushing it. You have to push everything you do. There are no no's. There are no no's that you don't know. And, and, and I will tell you as somebody who's been in this longer than you, who's done a lot more than you, nothing moved me forward from making decisions not to do something. The only things that moved me forward were the reasons to do something. And we had a talk, if you listen to me, I, I was on his podcast, I don't know if it's aired already, I don't know if it's, but that was a discussion. You don't say no, I just jump at things, just jump at things. And you know what, you're gonna fuck up and things are gonna hurt, and it's gonna be bad, but more good is gonna come out of it. You know, no pain, no gain. Yeah. But not just no. I think mentally, when I really review why I do what I do, I guess I'm- Don't review. I, okay, maybe that's where I should go with it. I should. Just do what you do, and whatever you do, you make it the most important thing. I do a million different things. I'm a stand-up comic. I'm a judge on a talk show. I'm a producer. I'm a creator. I'm a business person. I do real estate. Whatever I'm doing, I try to do the best that I possibly can. And in that moment, while I'm doing that, when I was on your podcast, we did your podcast the same day as I'm doing this. I tried to be the best guest I can be. Now I'm trying to be the best host. Well, I'm actually trying to be a really good motivational speaker at the it moment. It's working, to be honest. No, but what I'm saying is that you, you, you're overthinking. And not just you, you, everybody overthinks. And when I see something this good, and it is a thought out plan to how it, it is not shared as much as it needs to be shared, then that's a sin. Then that's just stupid. Then that's just wrong. Then that's just giving away opportunities that are the, that, that are there. Uh, you don't have to agree with me, but that's what I I'm think. Uh, I've been here for like a few hours and the the wisdom that you dropped on me is is by far like the most amazing thoughts. And, and, you, and you're talking as if you really care. And you're not just saying shit care. to like, say shit. Like the conversation that we had in the in the green room back there really did open my eyes. You did point out a lot of things that I was doing incorrectly. Um, and I really do appreciate it. Well, you. now I come off like an asshole. Not Before at all. the show, I was sitting here warming him up by telling him, you know what you do wrong? <laughs> you know, but she knows it's also but a I problem of mine. I love, I really do. But it is. And it, 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 me and Jackie have this discussion many times and it's a negative. And she goes, you know, you're always pointing everything out and you're always trying to control it and you're always telling me how to do but i feel like that i do it to her the same way as i would do it to you and when you see because because you pointed <laughs> out what am I, am I going off too you much? you're going off but go but you no but this is a good go Dad, off preach, this is a yeah. good go off this is a good go off <laughs> as somebody who has been in this business for over 50 years now and you just said when you were in the music business or you were pursuing music when you were a kid, you don't know how many people told you no. You don't know how many people, I do know how many people told you no. I, as somebody who grew up in 
Toronto, Canada, and I was engaged to be married and didn't know anybody in show business. And if I had told them, you know, my plan is I'm going to fly out to L.A. and make a living by putting a rubber glove on my head, which is how my first big signature piece was, not brilliance. Um, everybody told me no. And everybody, every day I get no's. I've just been able over 50 years to accumulate enough yeses so that you think I'm successful. But I've also accumulated 2 million no's. Every fucking day is a no. More than one no of anything I'm trying to sell, anything I'm trying to do, everything, anything I upload that doesn't go to millions, everything is a no. So I push everything just as hard and whatever sticks, it sticks. So why do something? Why put your heart into something? Why put your talent into something? Why put your humanity into something and don't push it? The strategy is whether you should do it. And once you do it, you try to hit out of the park. It's like you swing at every, you know, Gretzky says, you miss every goal you don't take a shot on, right? If you don't take a shot on that, you're never gonna score. You should always try to score with everything. I really appreciate that. that All right. I, well, we're out of time. That was George Jango. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we got the heart of who he is and what makes him tick, right? <laughs> you were so, and thank you for opening up so much, George. Thank you. I think people learned a lot about. <laughs> thank you for having me. I felt like you just flew by. <laughs> so um, you are a real talented guy. And that's what I wanted to point out. And that got me into this. And that's why I do care. Um, so you will pursue that, but you're, you, you, I'm not actually going to go push it as soon as we're done. Cause you're right. I, I need to stop being so scared of, uh, bothering my audience. Well, so speaking of scared, I will talk about this. So you were on <laughs> probably one of the most visibly, um, successful podcasts and, uh, just digital media that exists with Logan, yeah. who was not only a co-host and co-worker but also a really good friend. Um, and you broke up. Yeah, You guys broke up. And I think in this world, it was big news. And I think you've talked about it before. Um, and you said that you started your podcast knowing or feeling that you were on your way out? Yeah, I think um, I, I tiptoe around this conversation just because I, I, I tend not to, because uh, it's my point of view, right? So I don't want to go out there and just bash uh, Logan or Mike because at the end of the day, regardless, I do separate myself from them now. Regardless, God provided me these friends that I had to put me on the platform that I have now. How'd you meet them? How'd you meet Logan? I met Logan at the gym and uh, we became friends and then we started collaborating. And through lo knowing Logan, he introduced me to his friends and his opportunities. So everything that I have now, even though I, um, I do not associate myself with them, it is given to me from them. So I, I can't disrespect them. I just chose that it was a time in my life where I, I have to draw lines and boundaries and say, okay, I got to go do my own thing. And I pray to God that one day we could see eye to eye. But for right now, I got to stop worrying about them and more start worrying about me. Okay, this is, an, this is a great sponsor for me because I have a problem, which I've talked about many times. I don't hydrate. You don't like drinking water. I don't. I but even if I drink water, I don't drink enough. And this product will take water, right? Yeah. And it multiplies uh, your electrolytes. Uh, it's three times more electrolytes than in the leading sports drink. And you just add this to water. It's super hydrating. Can't hear you. <laughs> go ahead. Ah. No, go ahead. Plus, you don't need to do any more of those IVs if you're hydrated. And this will make sure that you are hydrated because you add it to your water. And then you'll want to drink it because it has amazing flavors. And that's the key. That's the reason I can't drink water so much is because it, when I drink water, I find that it just, you know what it tastes like? Hmm. Nothing! <laughs> okay, so this makes it taste like I like sweet drinks. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water does. So you're getting hydrated faster than just drinking that bottle. And I don't have to stick a needle in my arm. Yeah. I love this, I use this, I need to be hydrated. And I think that's the biggest problem with most listeners and watchers, you don't drink enough water. Every doctor tells you to drink water. So, and in some fact, of the new flavors, what flavors do we have? I have uh, right here, I have- uh, The new flavors are white peach, yeah. green grape, lemon lime. Um, are there any other ones? I think there's other ones too. They have a bunch this of other flavors This is lemon lime, too. I'm yeah. holding lemon lime. But anyway, tell them how to get it. 
Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now sugar-free, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Howie at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use code Howie at liquidiv.com. Can you get a good shot of this, Kenny? Kenny, can you get a good shot of of this? Oh, there's more? What? Oh! Oh! Get it! (laughs) So what was the first inkling? Because when I was on the show, you guys seemed like glued at the hip. Like you were inseparable. This is what you were going to do. Yeah. Uh, I think we're just professionals. We keep it it professional. And then sometimes uh, that professional stuff slips when emotions start arising. I don't know what you mean. I think we kept it perfect. It's like rock band. Like they oh, used the, to like it wasn't, during the show. It wasn't yeah. a solid when I was around. No, no, no. Was it more of a friendship thing or a business thing that was deteriorate deteriorating? Uh, <laughs> I couldn't say it. That wasn't your uh, Wi-Fi. I broke. That was my daughter. Because <laughs> yeah. you guys were friends before anything else. Yes. So that must have been hard. Was it that aspect of it that started to fall apart? I think it's, uh, honestly, I think it just comes down to respect. I think once you stop respecting somebody, uh, they could only dance by themselves with respect until they're like, okay, I could just, I could go dance on my own. I don't need it. Was it the religion? Uh, it's just their point of views, you know? And I, it, it just, it got messy and it just started feeling like I wasn't around people that truly cared for my best interest. And I truly just had to respectfully walk away. And I, 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 it's just so uncomfortable talking about it because I don't ever want to say anything to make it look like I despise them. I just, also, I, okay, so you, so, could, you can talk about this from your perspective and your point of view and your feelings without putting anything. And you said you respect them. Yeah. You've already said that you got what you got and you're in this business because of them. So I'm asking you the, because I, I actually respect anybody who is willing to change, you know? And and what I mean by change is even changing your, you know, it would be comfortable for you to just be there or maybe uncomfortable. But what I'm saying is to make that decision or to have that decision made for you, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a second. I made that decision. 100%. I, I guarantee I could show you that they've welcomed me back and I said no. Okay, so to make that decision would be a really tough decision for most people. This is the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. I, I, my sister left her job. Reed, uh, it works for me. My girlfriend, I have a whole team. And I don't mean to be opening up, but I don't spend a dollar for myself. I, I provide for the team because they're providing my dreams by working with me. And when it got to a point where he made me choose the well-being between my team and them, I had to sacrifice my life. And, and I prayed that God would lift me. So that way I don't drop them. And I could tell you confidently within the six months that I've been on my own, it would take me 10 years to do that on Impulsive. So the beauty of this dark decision is, and I believe, listen, the world, I think that we all live just trying to cling on to what we have and how we are. And we feel like when you get a job, this is it. When you have a place, this is it. When you move into a house, this is it. Whether you're forced to or not, the world is going to change. Can you pivot with that world? Obviously, your life with Impulsive changed. I I would actually, I I journal. So I journal all the time. And so I could actually go to the day and time that I was feeling certain ways. And you could read through the writing that I have of like what I went through and when my heart started changing. And I said a prayer and I said, God, like, I truly feel like I'm not in the place that I should be. So even if it breaks me or hurts me, take my feet and plant them where they need to be. And through that very wild storm, I wouldn't change a second of it. And let me tell you, Howie, I'm not trying to be dramatic. Bro, there was times I passed out, fell down the stairs because of just, I was so scared. Imagine, what, was your, what was your biggest fear? Like, what would you be scared of? My biggest fear is that I worked this hard to leave and people made me out to be a man I'm not and that I had to exit being a man I wasn't proud of because of editing or certain ways they try to paint me 
And so I thought if I left that I'd be hated. And there have been so many YouTube people, like big YouTubers that made videos taking out even them. Not only did my team do that for me, but like these guys would only highlight what I did wrong. And it broke me, but go read the comments. You can't hide the truth. Even their audience were like, absolutely not. And it, like, for example, there was a guy named Sonny V2. He made a video about me like literally three days ago. It has like 3 million views. Why I ruined the biggest show. 99% of the comments were like, you got this wrong. This was, and they're explaining it in paragraphs. So I moved and the people moved with me. And on Impulsive, we discussed, Mike, Logan, and me. They said, I asked the question. I go, would you rather have the belt and the whole world think you lost or lose and have the whole world know you win and they said they would have the belt and i said i'd rather have the world and that's how it worked were what? you scared to walk away because of what you thought others would think of you how they would perceive you are you that con are you concerned about the perception of who you are i am because i hold a responsibility of setting an example of a man i am and i try to portray that so men could be a good good human being while working hard and accomplishing things that they probably couldn't unless they cheated or they did something wrong. And so what I took this long road by, I bring my manager in here. He's brought me million dollar offers for gambling. And I said, I want to fucking do it for a billion dollars. And I've turned down way more money and nobody will ever know the decisions that I made behind closed doors. And then they started editing and started doing things. And it, and, and it just, I don't care about money. I don't care about fame to a certain extent. I care about being the best human being that I could possibly be and achieving the highest level that I can. So if you're gonna steal something from me, take my money, take, take my pride, take my ego, but don't, don't take away what I took and my parents took to build who I am because there is a young version of me that's following in my footsteps. And what happens if he sees a light that I wasn't portrayed to be in and now he walks away from a foundation that I very much believe in. I guess the big question is, um, is there any way your manager can get me those gambling? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting you a Celsius. <laughs> I already made a Celsius call. Yeah, but you just said it's a million dollar gambling brand. If he's listening, I'm, I'm available. Davidge, are you even listening? Uh, I don't give a shit. Okay, but it, it, what, so what is the biggest, on a, on a serious note, what is the biggest um, misconception of you and what happened there that you... Uh, that bothered you and it's not true and maybe they got that misconception because of the way you were editorialized uh, or i'm really not they they very much made it clear that i'm not allowed to speak up about things so i, I can't even legally yeah uh, did we, we did was this a i didn't know that you guys were in a legal well he likes to tend to argue with me and so he argues with me on the podcast and, and, and about things. And uh, I think he, I, I said, okay, then how about we discuss this? What you've guys done? Let's talk about this. And he goes, yeah, do it. And then I go, okay. And so I tweeted out, uh, I wasn't going to talk out of respect, out of respect for the man. So, and then his attorneys hit me up and said, Hey, let me remind you about the stuff you've signed. And I said, okay. So not that, and I don't know if, the, if this could be, I, I want to be respectful of everybody. Yeah. You know, and, uh, Logan, um, you know, he does his podcast here when he's here and uh, I don't know him that well and he works with uh, Proto and things like that. And I said, I just said, because I didn't want to cross a line and I don't want to cross a line with you. Yeah. But uh, so I- uh, You I, asked him if I could you could have me on. He'd probably say, yeah, because he knows- I, I, wouldn't, I would not ask if he can have you on. I can have anybody on. But what I said to him, because I'll show you what I said to him, because I'm gonna, sh I'm gonna share this with you. Yeah. Do you know how to get to your messages? No, show me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching him struggle me, right now. Get me, to, get me to my messages. Yeah. Here's what I said to him. I said, I'm having George on, yeah. you know, and if there's some place that you don't want me to tread because either of you would get in trouble, uh, you know, legally or whatever, and he answered, I'm just look, trying to look for his thing. He said, I can talk about anything. Yeah. I mean, Knowing that you can't. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, okay. And also it's like, I, I don't know. I don't want to do that. That's not how my parents raised me to be. I, I don't need okay, to. Okay. He go. just said, I can talk about anything. I, that, that's all he said. I could talk. You could talk about anything. I said, I don't want to step on if this is legal, if this is, and I don't want to. 
I don't want to offend you, yeah. but you're here to defend your. You don't have to defend yourself. I'm a fan and of everything you do, and I'm a fan of Logan's. I, you know, I did the podcast and I had a great time on it. He hasn't come on mine, but and, <laughs> and you have. <laughs> so, um, what is the misconception that came out to that wide audience that is not true that you want to clear up right now to my audience? Uh, that Bobby Lee episode was edited and they made me look like I wasn't a comedian that can't take a joke, even though every episode they make jokes on. And the reason I walked away was definitely not put in there. Okay. And that's it. Now I could leave that in. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. And, and, and like they, they definitely, they moved around very disrespectfully behind closed doors. They didn't. That's what entertainment is, though. That's every form of entertainment. Isn't everyone trying to cut certain things to tell a certain story? Or clickbait yeah, or that's, whatever. I mean, that's what you, when you get into this world of making entertainment, you got to know that they're going to be editing to make it as, to get as many clicks, to get as many stories, to get as many comments as possible. Would you sacrifice your dad's integrity for it? I mean, he did an interview with Tom Sandoval, so I guess so. <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? No. I don't even know who that is. That <laughs> yeah, didn't mean anything to me either. No. <laughs> but I got, apparently that's it. Yeah, I'm so he did, my point is, he did an interview that did not make him look very good. And a lot of people have perceptions of him that is not, are not true. Yeah. That he's a cheater or a misogynist, whatever it was. And it's not true. And Thank he you. knows that, <laughs> he knows that about himself. He knows who he is. Yeah. He knows he's been married to my mom forever and have never has never cheated, so it doesn't bother him. And he knows that when he comes on the show. I'm just... You know, I'm good for... And I, we talked about that before this show. It's about, you gotta feel good. Well, you just said it. That was the, your whole analogy with, would you rather have the belt or would you rather know that... So knowing who you are and the way it is, did it make for a better show the way it was cut? No, that made me miserable, dude. That that put me through a fucking terrible time. That wasn't that that was probably the worst moments of my so life. So as a friend, not as a business, but as a friend, it was fucked up. As a business, it, it, no, they they did it to. It see, it's I I it's it basically this is what it is, man. Like, and I, and I'll say this confidently: the truth always comes out. Who you are will come out. If you're a piece of shit, that's going to come out. If you're genuinely a good human being, that will come out. I don't need to go and bash anybody. I'm very thankful for what they've done. God will show in front of everyone who I am and who the people that tried to stop but, me. But the truth is, they didn't stop you. You have... They tried huge, to. You have a... What do you mean they tried to stop you? I mean, bro, they even tried to interfere with my own show, started making decisions for my own show. And I was like, that's where I started going, hey, guys, I've... I've juggled enough for you guys and been disrespected on this show now you're trying to come the fuck over here and try to tell me how to run my own house and i was like no fuck you guys do you think you can ever be friends again without doing the show if they change their hearts i'm not proud to call them friends because you guys were really good friends i mean they were really good people at one point well i don't know that people change i think they are who they are i'm learning that i'm learning that all right. Moving on to other things. <laughs> and by the way, that's the most I, I don't think I've ever talked about it. Like, so I, I, I tried well, there's to. There's my uh, cold opening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really hope I came off respectful. You did. I, I don't you ever did. You wanna... did. Would you ever do business with friends or family again? Of well, course. I, I still mean, you're do doing that now. it right you now. You do with yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah. Of course. Are you worried about working with a girlfriend? Nah, because now I choose uh, specifically off of. Past mistakes, I learned from them. So, like, I don't, I don't, I've walked away from different relationships completely fine. I've never had one bad, from dating women to working with people, I've never had anybody like walk away and be like, I don't ever want to work with that guy. Like, I very much respect my surroundings and my neighbors. So, like, I've never had a problem with anybody that I worked with. Literally, not one employee, not one past dating person. I've, and I will make sure that your heart feels comfortable before I walk or if I do take a direction. I, there's no need for enemies. There's zero need for enemies. We're just in a world now, and you are in a, in a well, we are just even doing this. We're in a world now where it's kind of 
incredibly contentious. You know what I mean? It, just by virtue of what it, it seems to be competitive for clicks, for numbers, for, you know, if they're listening to this podcast, they're not listening to that podcast. And they're not, you know what I mean? We're in a competitive kind of world which sets itself up to be, you know. Uh, a dog world. Yes. Yeah. It could get rough. And it will be again. Get it? Oh, rough. rough. I do. I'll stick uh, to the music. No. Wow. I hand them out equally. <laughs> you just adopted her. Wow. 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 That's yeah. a ta- that's a a compliment from a uh, a former Mandel yeah. who's now Schultz. Um, do you want to get married and have kids? I do. I very much do. Have you? Uh, how long have you been going out with? Uh, we're this month is going to be our four years. Four years, and that's uh, a long time. Yeah. yeah. Is that, that's what she said. Yeah. Is that what she said? <laughs> Always. Yes. Okay. Oh, I see what you did there. See what he did there? Yeah, I okay. get it. Okay. And uh, is there talk of uh, getting married or taking it to the next level? Yeah, of course. Of course. We, we definitely are already building our life together. Do you want to propose right now? Actually, babe, you think that this is a podcast? This is actually jo- just imagine. <laughs> She's right there. She's yeah. in the other room. You can propose Babe, right wash now. wash your hands and come inside. <laughs> look, look at she's dancing. Oh, look, look, look. <laughs> she's dancing. That is my best friend right there. Like, oh, wow. I could go, we, we drive to Arizona because we live in Arizona. And you live in Arizona? Yeah, I live in Scottsdale. I did not know that. I have a house here, but I go back and forth. I, I like to live with my mom and dad. Like Not with my mom and dad, <sighs> but next to my mom and dad. I got a place next door to them. And, uh, dude, we five hours, five and a half, six hours driving. Dude, we don't have to play one thing we could talk the whole time like that woman right there is flat i've had a lot of blessings in my life that one is my absolute favorite just wait till you have kids you're not going to want to take that five hour drive anymore or talk for five hours or talk yeah. there's gonna be a lot of <laughs> silence silence will be golden <laughs> see what i think i have a good relationship I've, I've been married for 43 years and what i what's cher- your secret what's your secret of that um she doesn't speak a word of english and doesn't understand it. No, he's on I, the road a lot. I, I was. Like, I've met her. <laughs> I, know. I was on the road a lot, and I think that uh, you know the fact that I'm not there makes me more attractive. <laughs> the the uh, you love me more when it's nice to spend a, an episode with me, an hour with me, a couple of hours with me. To live with me is not fun, and she would attest to that. But um, my wife and I, the beauty of we we don't we don't even need to talk. That's like the one person that I could probably sit, you know, uh, we drive up and we'll go up to Big Bear for the weekend for two and a half hour drive and not say a word. And that's, (laughs) what? Is that a sign of a healthy, good relationship? I think it is. Yeah. When you're comfortable enough to- When you feel comfortable in silence. Was she taped up in the trunk? Yeah. (laughs) So? So? so we're into that thing. shit, bro. That's her thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't imagine talking to anybody for five hours. But that's good. I think it's good. What do you guys talk about? What are you talking about? What's the... Uh, random things, man. Like we, like, we could go from talking about serious, very deep things. We'll share each other's, like, notes that we talked, like, we wrote and, like, journaled about. Or we could talk about literally fucking nothing and we'll add on to that nothing. Like, we'll just make up situations and then just add on to them and make jokes. Like, that... Like, she is my best friend. Like, we laugh so much. That's the key. Yeah. Laughter. Laughter is the best medicine. Oh, 100%. Unless I tell her you all have the time, explosive diarrhea, then. I have both. <laughs> and we laugh about it. Wow, you're a charmer. Thank you. Have you thought about how you're going to propose? Maybe she should go in another room. I want to hear how you're going to do it. Uh, I have an idea. Is uh, it like super elaborate? I've gone back and forth on it. Um, I just know that I want to make it something that she'll remember, but I also most importantly want it to it be- It could be terrible. Yeah. And I promise you she'll remember it. And you know what? That's still on my radar. You Don't should do that Disneyland. Uh, no. no. I, I actually <laughs> no. said I loved I her at Disneyland. That was really? the first time. You know what's so funny? It was during the World of Color. Uh-huh. Have you guys ever done the World of Color? Yeah. Done the World of Color? Watched it. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. So we watched the World of Color. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. We watched The World of Color and- um, Don't come in. I'm doing The World of Color. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the Aladdin song came on. I was like, I got to do it to this one. I'm her Aladdin. (laughs) 
And uh, <laughs> oh I, I like so corny. I like flipped her around so and looked cheap. at her. You flipped her around. Cause she, I was holding her like this, man. Oh, oh. I was like holding her like a real man, dog. I right. was like, I was like, look at these colors. I flipped her around, and then I flipped her around. And the funny part is, I looked at her, and immediately when I saw her, and I was gonna say it, I realized this was gonna be the last time I say I love you for the first time. And so I choked up. You're so cheesy. I choked up and I couldn't, I couldn't say it. I got choked up and I got so choked up. I turned her back around. Flipped her over. I turned her back around. And then I was like, and dude. she was so dizzy with the world of color and the flipping. That she was a whirlwind of color. You are ruining a beautiful memory that I had. Well, you're not, you're not describing it beautifully, but and, go ahead. And then I flipped her back and I knew I had to explain why I just fucking turned her back and forth. Wow. So I took her hand and I, I put it on my heart. I go, you feel that beating? No. Oh no. no! I go no. I'm nervous. Because do we have any really corny romantic music that I can play like under the story? I feel like we should do an animation to this. We should do an animation to Just how this flipping. went. Yeah, till she screams, "Stop flipping me!" <laughs> but we're doing the world of color. <laughs> Do you have any really uh, free, non-licensed, romantic music? We'll get you to tell the story again. Like, Kenny, like a Kenny G type of thing. Yeah, like I got that. you. I'll okay. get into character. Okay, we'll do it. we'll get it. Do we have it? Do we have any of this? <laughs> Royalty-free romantic music. Royalty-free romantic music. I love that. <laughs> we can do it in post. No. no. I want the real thing. <laughs> no. I want no. the feeling. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, He's just showing up. Fucking uncomfortable it would be for me to try to act serious with no music. Like, yeah. Searching for music for your next video. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Kyle doesn't like the public watching him work. That's. Oh, here we go. Is that it? Yeah. Is that free? It says it is. Okay. So here we go. So. Go ahead. You're watching scene. World of Color. Go. Set the scene. Let him set the scene. Okay. Where we are. Go ahead. It's her birthday. Was it? It was. Interrupt me again and we'll sorry. let him talk. How the fuck? I can't work like this. I'm sorry. I'm ruining the I'm mood. Sorry. My daughter ruins the mood. It was her birthday. We already went to Vegas and had a beautiful getaway. And I knew that I had something very special to tell this woman. And what place can I tell her such happy news besides the happiest place in the fucking world? And while we're at the most beautiful place in the world, I knew I had to take her somewhere that's more colorful than the rainbow itself. A place where dreams really do come true. And so while our song was playing in the wind with the water, all of these beautiful elements, I thought I was so ready to let the love of my life know that I love her so I, I grabbed her shoulders I grabbed it I spun her around I couldn't believe it I was numb my tongue was struck my nerves were shot my gut was still unhealthy from gluten so I flipped her back and when I flipped her back around I had to make sure she knew why I was making her dizzy I took her hands. I placed it on my chest. It was beating. The drums were louder than the music itself. And I let her know, baby, baby, I love you. I love you! I love you! I fucking love you! I love you! <laughs> that's my bitch right there, bro. Yeah, that's wow. your bitch right wow. there. Wow. Wow. Oh my that God. That was amazing. Oh my God. Got you tingly, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, oh. That is so much better than what my husband did. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? How did he say he loved you for the first time? It, we were in Miami at Ultra and we were drunk. That's all you have to say. He didn't remember the next day that he said it. Because what well, I said it to you? <laughs> yeah, I was no like, way. Yeah, because then I said it back the next morning. He was like, whoa. And I was like, you said it first. He goes, no, I didn't. <laughs> Talk about an Ultra shot. Yeah. <laughs> 
We're still going though, so it's okay. That's okay. When was the original time he said it? Like the, that was it. And that no, was the no, original. I mean, like the the next time that he. I meant don't even it. remember. That's don't fucked remember. up. No, <laughs> you guys don't remember the most happiest. <laughs> like he doesn't remember. She doesn't remember because a lot of people aren't flipping their loved ones around. That's how you make it. them remember. Flip them around. Flip them around. She loves Disney. Any it's all Disney, his shoulders. Any Disney. You know, she wanted to get married at Disney. Did you see the proposal where that guy took the ring? Did you see that video? No. Bro, could you gotta yeah, play this. Well, what am I looking for? Well, what just say proposal gone wrong at Disneyland. That proposal will... gone wrong at Disneyland. Oh, I did see that. Someone that worked there. Dude, I would punch that dude the in the ring, face. the ring like you're not allowed to do that. And here. he already got permission to do it. Yeah. I would have broke that dude's jaw. Nice. Do you know I love that you're so worried about how you're perceived and that you're gonna break some <laughs> no, guy's no. jaw. Because I put my girl above me. You ain't fucking up her day, bro. This is the one that's bad? Yeah, bro. This Here, is let's this. see what this is. That's commercial. But well, after the commercial. So this is at Disneyland. Uh, in uh, while we're getting this, my uh, daughter here wanted to get married at Disney, and I didn't let her. Why? Because I, as the father of the bride, I didn't want to dress like King Triton. That, I wanted everyone to be. Oh, you wanted them to be there. Oh, here it is. Watch, watch. Couple whose proposal was ruined by a staffer at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> I love the way he looked. Totally what is he doing? Ruined. He took the ring and told Whoa, him to walk what down. What just happened there? Why? This guy is popping the question. That's on crazy. Stage at Cinderella's castle in Disneyland Paris. Because he's on stage. Suddenly, a Disney employee swoops in, snaps the ring, oh, orders them. I hope what that guy. What kind of Mickey but Mouse shit is that? There's a We're lot of people that get engaged at Disney. That just made it special, though. She said yes. Yeah. So to, yes. to that other guy that goes, do you want the ring back? <laughs> she said yes to the Disney employee. He shouldn't have said yes to that shirt, though. He should have no. changed the shirt. He's too Mickey Mouse looking. He needs to like wear a suit, bro. That's a special day. What are you wearing all white for? What? Yeah. I don't like That's the not white. the Mickey Mouse. What the, the the groom? The guy proposing. You don't like the way I don't like the all Mickey way. Mouse just took the fucking ring away from his moment, and you you're knocking the way he's wearing. You know I well because he puts a lot of effort into. I produced the most. Play the music. I'll run it back. <laughs> I do her birthday. I produced the most viral uh, um, proposal. You on, know Disney goes. Sorry about that. Here's free tickets to. Her. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. They try, get, yeah, they no, gave they him like season get, passes, didn't they? That is so funny. Hey, <laughs> I know we ruined the most magical day of your life, but here's a year of magic at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is uh, I, I did uh, when flash mobs were great. Did you remember the show Mob? Yeah, I used to run and flash people. It was great. <laughs> were you part of that? Yeah. I knew I saw you. Uh, but I, I produced the most, <laughs> this is the most viral um, proposal in the history of, it's probably not anymore. I bet you it is. You think still? Yeah. Wait, so wait, I'm sorry. Could you guys give me the lowdown on who these people are? So I did this show on Fox called Mobbed, which <laughs> was, uh, you, you, don't, uh, you don't remember when flash mobs were big? I do. So I did this show <laughs> on, on uh, Fox. I produced it. And it was the idea of we will create a flash mob for whatever message you want. So this was a. This guy came to us. He's actually. You're this. not going to play idea. all 15 minutes of this, right? It's my daughter again. <laughs> Yo, you know what? That that hurts. I'm not. No, it's good. It's good. I'm just saying, like. But I love pranks, so I love. That's why I love YouTube. That's how I found all of this. You we know? should do a prank show together. I would do it. Would I you? Do, I do, sure. I'd love pranks. I would love to do a prank show. I've done prank shows. I did a prank show called uh, Deal With It. I did How We Do It on NBC. Um, Was Deal Theo. With It after Deal or No Deal? Yeah, I wasn't in it. Theo Vaughn. You know Theo Vaughn? Of course, love he, him. He hosted it for three years on TBS. I produced it. He's hilarious. That was the one where he had uh, people in their ear, in their ear. He was in people's ear, and they would sit, be sitting down at the restaurant, and he'd say, <laughs> "Okay, there's a piece of chocolate cake on the table next to you. Go put your face in it." He'd see what people would do. Jeff for money. Dye did this as well. Was he a part of that episode? I think Jeff Dye did an episode. If there's anybody here, didn't that, that go poorly one time where a yeah. woman actually threw her wedding ring yes. into the ocean because yes. she thought that he was cheating? He was cheating. We would send people like a kid over to the table and with a DNA test saying, you know. <laughs> but oh, we're doing. But pranks yeah, can be mean. Uh, they're not mean, but they're fun. That was my favorite show, is Candid Camera. But you were, were you a prankster ever? You did pranks. I did man. pranks. I did pranks. I like pranks. I did, I I I'm, I like the adrenaline of like, oh, where's this gonna go? 
You know what I like? I think of it as, and this is how I pitch this this show too. I think of it is because people will go, it's mean, but I don't think it's mean as much as it is like a surprise party. It is. You know, if you like somebody and you want to throw them a surprise party, you have to make that person think that everybody forgot about their birthday, nobody's buying anything, you're a piece of shit in everybody's eyes. And when they're at the <laughs> lowest, when they're at the lowest and they feel alone and nobody cares, they open the door and then boom, everybody they've ever met, ever know to, known about is there and it's a surprise. And that makes the surprise sweeter. And when these things are happening to people and it starts off terrible, like that's how I pitched the idea of this girl crying. She had to be crying thinking that th this guy that she thought was the love of her life was not only not the love of her life, but was with somebody else. And then boom, the world with 2000 people and everybody she's ever loved in her life opens up and it was the best day of her life. And to this day, they're together with three kids. If I you, love that. If you both like pranks, you guys should do a prank phone call. We haven't done that in a really long time. I, I would love to do that. And also I do many versions of what you guys are talking about. The like push and pull method. What I'll well, do. What you're <laughs> do you want us to leave the room? No, I'll. I'll you want to bring your girlfriend in and uh, show us the push and pull method? <laughs> I'll show you what it is. If somebody carries something that's very valuable to them and they leave it behind, and instead of being a guy, like a nice guy, and be like, "Hey, dude, you forgot your new camera you just bought." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll hold it. You'll steal it for like a day. Yeah, that's nice. And then I'll be like, <laughs> "Dude," and I'll fuck with them. Like, damn, bro, you saved up so much money for that. And I'll just like fucking do like, "Dude, stop fucking reminding me." I'm like, "Bro, I got it right here." And now it's like a thing. I've done it so much that if anybody loses anything, they go, "George, you fucking have it." <sighs> and, I, and I usually do have. You it. haven't done it with anybody's child, right? No. Good. Good. <laughs> that would be frowned upon. They didn't know they left their kid at my place. They were freaked out. They called the police. And then two Free days later. Free babysitting. Free babysitting. See? Glass half full. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What do you want to promote? What are you guys prank calling? Oh, we don't know. We what, didn't have any plans. Do we have an idea, guys, from the, from the room? Who should we call? Who should we call? Why don't we call Logan and just say, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> no? <laughs> Mike? Mike? <laughs> Logan? Call mom. Your mom? Okay, well, plug it in here if it's dialing. You can, and you'll hear her. We'll all hear her. Oh. Oh, oh, oh that say? works. <laughs> Excuse me one second. All right. Hello. 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 Here. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. Here. Here, plug it in. Okay. Yeah, one second. One second. What? Hi, how are you? Hello? I think she hung up. Hello? She's just going to call back. She's probably thinking I'm dying. No. I'm here. I'm here. No, she's here. You hear her? Turn the volume up on the side. Just don't freak her out when you tell her. No, there's nothing wrong. We love your son, George. Yeah. Oh, I love him too. Who's this? Oh, this is Howie Mandel. Shut up. Well, then. Howie, is that you? It is. It is me. What's your first name? Caroline. Oh ha my goodness, it's Howie. Yeah, we're playing a game. <laughs> my a client is freaking out in her chair too. <laughs> well, where are you? You have a client. What do you do? Yeah, well, I'm a I'm a hairstylist. Yes, I'm um with a client. But uh, go ahead. She does not mind. Keep talking. Okay. Anyway, put it on speaker so the client could hear. Oh, you are already on the speaker. Okay, so I'm doing a podcast with my daughter here. Uh, I do a Howie Mandel does stuff, and George is a guest on our podcast. Your son is here. You can say hello. Say hello. Hi, mom. Hi, Bruni. Hi, Bruni. <laughs> Bruni. Yes. Bruni. Bruni. Yeah, it's uh, a Syrian for big dick. <laughs> no, George. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, George. She has her client no, on That means my son. <laughs> my son has You know dick. she's with a client. Yes. My, my son has a big no, dick. Dumb, dumb. I'm with a client. Okay, what do you okay, want from me? No, you okay. called us. She's laughing so hard right now. Because you <laughs> said he doesn't have a big dick. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you hear her? Hey, Bruni. Yes, we hear her laughing at your son's little dick. But here's the here's the, the thing. And it's funny that you should have brought that up, miss. We're doing a podcast... We're doing a game show. George is standing here. It's my daughter. Say hi to my daughter. This is my daughter. Hi. hi. Hello. Hello. 
That's Jackie. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hi. 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 Nice to meet you. Hi. Juju. <laughs> I don't know what to call you. Anyway, um, George is, he says that my mother knows me like nobody knows me. So okay. we have George standing in front of us naked. His back is to us. Describe what we are looking at. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. What do you mean, what, what are you looking at? You're seeing two cheeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what am I supposed to tell you? Do you know like, any identifying? What, what, what we see something right now. Do you know what, anything? Any that's ide- like, identifying marks? marks or anything? Turn around. Turn around, George. There. Okay, now, what are we looking at? <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. I know he has a mark. Is it on his thigh? But then again, that was when he was a little boy, so I don't know if it's still there. Okay. That's not the it mark we like see. A, that's not the one we're. That's, ta- not, the that's one. not the one we're Mom, talking Mom, about. We're talking about right now on my back. No, no, we, no. no. He turn turned around. around. He turned, turned around. around. So the one that the one that's on his front. Describe. Go ahead. Wait. Are you talking in his front or in his back? Front. His front now. Front his now. Front. He turned around. Okay, so now we're looking at his front, and what do you want me to tell you? What is there? Yeah. Hmm. It's a game. It's hmm. how well you know your son. Is the game? I mean, I I I see he, uh, he has hairy chest. Lower. Uh, <laughs> there's one. There's one indicating mark. Why, why are you so excited, George? What are you so excited about? This is crazy. Wait, there is one. Uh, you guys, you know what it is? What There's is it? so much echo in here, so I'm not It's the echo. The sound's the problem for problem. you. There's too what much is, echo in the salon. One what? No, you're the one that has to tell us for the prize. No, no, but I'm saying is what are you, what are you, she said something, Jackie. There's one, there's one mark that we're specifically talking about, or there's one thing about his front. Do you know what it is? What's her first name again? Caroline. Caroline. Caroline, Caroline uh, you're a hair person. Would you consider this a runway or a, uh, like, what What would you call this cut? What cut? You guys are talking about so many different things. I'm <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> you no, guys we're are not. upsetting my mother. You're upsetting my mother live. <laughs> There's no more laughing on the phone either. Between <laughs> I know. Can they're you they're, they're, they're both the the like, <laughs> Howie's on drugs. Yes. <laughs> I can t- I cannot. Uh, uh, to be honest, in her defense, I don't even know what the fuck you guys are talking about, and I'm a part of this. We said you're standing in front of us naked. Okay, you're facing us. Okay, describe what we see. Are we you talking about see- pubic hair? I don't know, mom. I, what does my pubic I hair look see like? A very handsome boy. I'm not <laughs> looking at his face. I see a very uh, gorgeous body. Mm-hmm. I see uh, a belly button. Okay, inny <laughs> or outy? Inny or outy? Huh? Any or Audi? Uh, no, definitely in. Definitely. Okay, keep going. I see on his thighs, he has two bites. Oh, he's two bites on his thighs? And I have I'm a th- huge... No, like a mosquito bite or a spider bite, something like that. Spider bites on his inner thighs. No, not on the inner. It's a little bit on the outer. On the outer thighs, Wait, he's got why a lot do you of... Have- what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why do you... Ha- but you always have that? And why does your mother know about those? Are they Because bur- I'm his mother. She's my mother. Okay, Mommy, I got um, bitten by a spider. Okay, no, the spider's on my back, bro. It's like this big and it's But why are you showing your mother your thighs? Well, I was showing her my penis and it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All you're right. wonderful. You're wonderful. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Oh my God, it was so nice, super nice to talk to you. Isn't it? Nice to talk to you. We love your son and you should be very proud. You raised a good boy. Thank you so much, Howie. Thank you so much. Thank Rob. you, Caroline. I'm super proud of him and I am a big fan of yours. Thank so you. Well, I'm a big fan of your son and now I'm a big fan of yours. What do you Thank put you so on much. a spider bite on your inner thigh? What should he put on it? Steroids. I have steroids for it. Really? Yeah, I have a spider bite. Why don't you drive, take a five-hour drive to Arizona, talk, 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 and then go there, and mommy can kiss it better. She just, I just came back from Arizona. Oh, okay. That's why she knows. Yeah. You show her your spider bites? Mommy, look, can you imagine? (laughs) 
I've never gone to your house to show you any like spider bites or no, anything. No, I don't want to see your spider bites. <laughs> hey, mom, it's yeah, totally mom. fine to hang up if you'd like. <laughs> what? What? She just wants to hang out. She's smoking a cigarette outside. Her client's inside no, with I'm color not, in her I head. literally have a client. I got No, go. I know you okay, got a client. Has to go. We should she's call. going she's going to the lady. Don't worry. The, the the die will be setting. I'm going to talk about my son's penis. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you only see her face right now. Oh, really? Well, I swear to God, if you can only okay. see your okay. son's inner thighs right now. You guys made my day. I gotta go. Bye. 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 Love you. I Well, and what about your son? Okay. I said love you to my son. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. I Bye. There you go. Thank you. We should have called my dad. That, that Middle Eastern man would have been so confused right now. That was good, though. You're well, good. Thank you. What do you want to? What do you want to promote? Uh, the podcast, the George Janko show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, come by. We just had you as a guest coming out. I don't know when this is coming out, but well, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll make these come out together. The song. I want everybody to download. We're gonna put the the link to the song. What's the name of the song? The Heart of David. The Heart of David. This guy is a truly talented, not only YouTuber, broadcaster, comedian, but he is a, a music maven. So do that. Ooh, Check shit. that out. Music and uh, you have a beautiful girlfriend who's also talented, who co-hosts with you. And uh, hopefully uh, in the next month or two, he'll flip her to uh, commitment. Still on the proposal, huh? Not really. But I think that was a theme of today's show. Thank you. You were wonderful. You know what, Howie? What? I'm going to flip my girl tonight just for you. That's nice. <laughs> Are you a top or a bottom? Doesn't matter. All right, on that note, <laughs> hey, subscribe. No, you can no, keep you the can music. You can keep you the can music. Subscribe, go to HowieMandel.com, get the merchandise. George Janko, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Your mother is great.